I think most parents have gone through this before. It's 98.5 The Bull where you want to take your kid to do something, like a, a really big event or something, and uh, you go, but what if they're too young to remember? You know, I, like I'm going through this a little bit with Disney right now. My son like wants to go to Disney and how he's, you know, Disney World and all this. And I go, you know, that's a big trip. And it doesn't mean it won't happen. It just means I'm trying to find the sweet spot on like, if I bring a seven-year-old, is he going to remember this? I don't know. Because I went when I was 10, I barely remember it. And so I think there's a little bit of that. You went home, Daniel, for a birthday party for your nephew. Mm-hmm. How old is your nephew? One years old. And that was a big to-do, right? Big old party and all this kind of stuff going on, right? I even told people at the party, uh, his name is Grant. He's one years old. He's looking around with those big baby eyes. And I go, man, what a party. This will be a party he'll uh, never forget for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah, now it's like, I don't think they did this when we were kids, but I remember when my son turned one, my wife made two cakes. And I said, what, what's two cake? And one's just for smashing. Right. Did you, did you have that? Where they get, they put their fingers in it and yeah, they, I don't yeah, know, they carry that. on and on. But back to your kid in the Disney Disney World. Take him to Disney World. You're gonna miss your chance if you don't, because he's got about I would say he's seven now. He's got about seven more years of Disney being interested in Disney. Because when he hits fourteen or so, it's gonna be all about his friends. He's not gonna want to go to Disney World anymore, and you've missed your chance. Now you say, well, maybe he won't remember it. I want you to describe to me in vivid detail the time that you and your family went to the Auburn National Championship. Do you remember that? Like it was yesterday. No. No. You got so out there saying, and had some drinks. Barely remember the game. So why don't you uh, not be a hypocrite and take him to Disney World? All right, all right, all right. So you're saying it's worth, even if he doesn't remember it, just the time together that we spend is worth it. He'll still remember the time he and his dad and mom went to Disneyland. Even if he's seven or eight. He, he won't remember every single detail and every nuance. Mm-hmm. But here's the crazy thing. You'll remember it. Did it, didn't you tell me your parents were taking you on a road trip somewhere and they got to a fight and turned around? Not one time. Every time we ever went on any vacation, we get down there, they get to argue so all the way down there. And, uh, yeah, that's exactly what I remember. So don't, Mom and Dad don't fight. What do you want him to do? Like, remember every single yeah, thing? Yeah, I mean, I, I would like that. Sure, it'd be fun to be sharing memories 20 years from now about things. And if he doesn't remember, it's not going to be as fun. I guess I could tell him what happened. But I, he's it's set, he's like not drop, seven. Hold on. He he's dropped not thousands seven. of dollars so the kid doesn't remember it. You are such a cheapskate. What a tagwad. Um, he's seven years old, not seven days old. He's going to remember it the rest of his All life. Right. You want to come with us? Heck yeah, I would love to go. I mean, the guy's going to love it. <laughs> I was hoping you say no. Dang it. All right. Now yeah, he's paying for me to come. I'll be there. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Hey, Daniel. Tight closed uh, on that house on Friday, and it was fun being a homeowner for about two days. I got back in town yesterday afternoon, and I was in the uh, detached garage. And I noticed that in that garage, if you open the door, you, you rarely are going to see behind that door. And when I looked at the place, I didn't ever look behind the door. You mean what's on the other side of the door, the back side? Yes, behind the door. Mm-hmm. There's a piece of paper taped up to the door, and I can tell it's been there for a while. It's uh, very good handwriting, so it leads me to believe it's an older gentleman. You know how older people have very, very good handwriting? Yes, they did. Um, and what it is is a song that this guy written. Mm-hmm. So he's taped it on the door. Yeah. He discovered this. It's a scary song, man, and I'm, <laughs> I'm not even joking. It's... Creepy. I I showed it to you. It's creepy. I don't know that I should reveal and read the lyrics to this song over the air because I don't know that that guy intended for this song to get out there. But you have to admit there's some lines in this song that are very 
They point toward murder. I don't know how else to say it. And so you're a little creeped out because now you're like, did the people who used to live here, were they crazy? Um, was something wrong? And now you're kind of freaked out like it's... Dude, you saw it. Do you not feel like I that's would, a... Uh, it wasn't a letter that was like to my love and it was all great things. It was very scary stuff in the song this guy wrote. It's for real, like something that Edgar Allan Poe would have written. And that's not even an exaggeration. The reason I think it's okay for you to read it, I think you feel a little bit... Um, shy about reading it because you wonder if this is someone's personal thoughts that they didn't want to get out. The reason I think you should read it is because, um, you know, the United States, we have a big history and we'll find letters that people wrote, like uh, Benjamin Franklin. We'll find his letters. Some of them were scandalous. It was letters he wrote to ladies. And, uh, you know, they put that in, like, the archives so everybody can read it. Yeah, but this is, like, hundreds of years after this this guy might still be walking around out there somewhere. I don't know. You got a 100-year-old house and this paper. I saw a paper in your house the guy had taped up. And it was How to Tie a Tie from 1980 newspaper article. I don't think the guy's with us anymore. I I think he is. But I will say that the reason that I I feel like it might be okay to share, because if he really had these private thoughts and didn't want anybody to hear it, he wouldn't have taped it to the back of this door. Like, I've never been like, oh, I hope nobody ever sees this. I know what I'll do. I'll tape it to the door. Sure. Yeah, you hide that. I think you should probably read the, uh, the lyrics to the song. I think it'd be all right, but you guys won't believe it either. I mean, this is the letter this Daniel found in his house. Now, this is made creepy up at stuff. All. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, get ready to be blown away. I, I, are you going to move out of the house now? Uh, we'll see. <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country. Good morning, Daniel. All right, Tig, you're sure that I should read this note? Uh, just to kind of recap really quickly, I closed on a house on Friday. Yesterday, I went out to uh, kind of look and see. Like, a few things were left behind mm-hmm. in the house. And in the detached garage, there was a door. And if you open the door, behind the door, taped to the wall, was a song that the previous owner had written. And I could tell that uh, it probably hasn't been seen in a while because when you open the door, if you didn't think to look behind it, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have seen this thing. Well, it looks like an old paper, too, doesn't it? It's been it, around for a while. It's handwritten and... Uh, So you feel like it's all right for me to read the lyrics to this song. Go ahead. This guy's private thoughts, yes or no? Like you said a second ago, if it was so private, he would have stuffed that somewhere under a mattress or something, not taped it to the door. I think it's fair game. Are you not going to read the note now or the song? I really feel bad for doing it. And also, this uh, reading these lyrics makes me feel like this is not a guy that I want to upset. And I don't know if the guy where he lives now. All right. All right, don't read it then, if you're scared. Okay, I won't, because this guy is not somebody you're going to... uh, (laughs) Let me just read you the very first line of it, and you'll see if I should continue. Okay, go ahead. Here's the first line of this song, and I don't know how the song is sung or the tune it sang to. The very first line of this song is, I'm afraid they're going to find you, and there's nothing that I can do. You got to read further, because that, that doesn't make sense without the context of the letter. Wait, it makes a lot of con- it makes a lot of sense to me. I'm afraid they're going to find you and there's nothing that I can do. What does that say? What does that sound like to you? Well, in a way it could be like uh somebody else finds you and steals your heart and there's nothing I can do about it, or, but you're not talking about that. Or they could find you in like a shallow grave. Yeah. That's what you're thinking of it. Well, what go go to the next slide. Right, the first slide. I'm afraid they're going to find you and there's nothing that I can do. Do you feel it? Do you feel that I can see your soul? Oh, my. You got to move, right? 
I'm not made for love. You've made a big mistake. Your tainted heart, now you've tainted mine. How many times in a world gone mad? I can't love you anymore. Do you remember the fear on her breath? Do you remember your hand on the hem of her dress? These idle hands, they do the devil's work. These idle hands, they do a whole lot worse. I'm your uh, cuss word, starts with a B. You're my cuss word, starts with a B. And then the last two is, I live to spit on your grave. I live just to spit on your grave. I got to move out, man. Yeah, that's it. What have uh, I done? Yeah. Can you undo it? Can you, re- like, unsign the documents? What in the world could this be? <laughs> Lives to spit on the... Is the grave in your yard? I don't know, man. <laughs> is it your basement? The spitting on the grave oh, is, the, is the least of my worries. Yeah, but he's mentioning grave. This person's past. And he's worried about them finding here's this person. The, here's the lines that get me the most, that really scare me. These idle hands, they do the devil's work. These idle hands, they do a whole lot worse. Well, I got to get out of here. No, for real, because uh, he's scared they'll find this person. But we know this person's pat. Like, oh, uh, yeah, you got to get out of there. That's Bulldoze that. Burn it to the ground. I don't know what to do, man. This is too much. Why didn't I see this before I closed on the house? <laughs> First, that interest rate. <laughs> the instructor rate, missed it. That interest rate, and then this? Yeah, we'll take a call here. I hope it's not the guy. Hello, Hello. it's Tiger Daniel. Who's this? This is Tommy. I don't know what to do. Tommy, please turn down that radio. What do you think I should do about this? Uh, burn the house down. Thank you. You see that yeah. show on Netflix <laughs> called The Watcher? It was way less creepy than this. Well, the words from it, if you ever seen the movie The Devil's Rejects. Oh, no. <laughs> what? It's getting good. That's, is that? So if you've seen the movie, yeah, if you've seen the movie The Devil's Rejects, part of it is where he sits over there and he says, I am the devil and I'm here to do, I'm here to do the devil's work. Uh, I got to be honest, Tommy, you're not making me feel any better. <laughs> you think I should bulldoze the house <laughs> and the garage or just the garage? Oh, all of the above. Uh, burn the land. Oh, it. Yeah. Once Zillow finds us out, your house is going to show up as $1,000. It's not going to be worth anything. I know, man. Your house, your house is plummeting. No kidding. Wow. What a letter. I mean, that's... Look, your house... You're saying letter, Tig. This is clearly a song. I love your house. Like, I love the character. It's 100 years old, so you see a lot of cool character in the house. But also, there's a little bit of a creepiness about an old house, too, right? And now you find this letter is doubly creepy. Stop saying letter. It's a song. A song to a dead person. But I don't think that uh, there were people that were renting it in between the letter or the song. Now you got me doing it. Between the song and then. So I wonder if they... uh, They may have never seen it if it was behind that door. They must not have. Wow. Every creek in the house now is going to haunt you. I know. Are you going to be able to stay there alone at night? I mean, I probably won't be able to sleep in the garage. <laughs> Absolutely not. And that's where Daniel was going to put my little man cave for me. Yeah, I ain't oh, going yeah. out You're there. You're definitely going to stay out there now. I going out there now. In the murder <laughs> garage. <laughs> it's uh, it's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull weather. Provided by Community Care. Your locally owned health plan. So Daniel just closed on this house here in Tulsa. He's very excited about this. Um, but then he finds... A handwritten note that turns out to be lyrics to a song. Yes, song lyrics. 
And uh, it's very creepy. It's not like, I love you forever and may the wind always be at your back. This is like I spit on your body and all these kinds of things. Let me just read a couple of lines from the the song that was taped to the back of the detached garage door. Uh, Probably not many people have seen it because you just kind of tape it up there and forget about it. The first line, I'm afraid they're going to find you and there's nothing that I can do. Do you feel it? Do you feel that I can see your soul? Uh, It skips on down to uh, remember. Do you remember the fear on her breath? Do you remember your hand on the hem of her dress? These idle hands, they do the devil's work. These idle hands, they do a lot worse. I live to spit on your grave. I live just to spit on your grave. That is a lovely song that uh, somebody has written, and uh, now I'm a little afraid. Because they wrote it in your house, and it sounds like they're talking about a body. It would seem that way. Hello. Good morning. Tiger Dental. Who's this? Oh, what's going on here? <laughs> hey, who's this? This is Tori. Hi. <clears throat> hey, I am calling because have you guys tried to like put these lyrics into Google? And maybe it's just like a bad prank, you know, that this goes like I'm going to get somebody really good and think I'm a killer or someone who's done something really bad. Maybe it's just a song. You know, it could be. I didn't consider that, but I I know that the guy's trying to sell the house, and typically when you're trying to sell a house, you don't want to, you know, do too much funny business. <laughs> so I don't think this in, it was intended to be a uh, scene. Well, I mean, he didn't really do too much of a funny business because he hid it, but in plain sight. And so it's kind of like, okay, you know what? We're just going to play a prank. That's what I would do. I would try and see if there's any lyrics on that and see if it's a real song. All right. Well, I will do that. I will uh, Google these lyrics, Tig, and we'll see if anything comes back. And what if they're not What if they're not a, a song that was already written? What if this is something this guy came from his heart? Then what do I do? Well, um, then you can Google, you know, like when your house was built and the address and see if any, like, archives come up of any murders mm. or anything suspicious Suspicion. that happened happened at that house. I'm just going to need you to come over every night and uh, shine the flashlight <laughs> through there and under the house and uh, just check it out for me each and every night. Would you be willing to do that? Sure, and I'll bring the sage with me, okay? Yes, bring all the sage. <laughs> uh, not only am I going to Google these lyrics, Tig, a lady named Anna wrote in, and she has a different theory, and now that I read her theory, this could be a... Uh, it's something we haven't thought about. Okay. So we'll get to the theory. We'll find out if it's a song that's existed or this guy is, a, is it an original song. <laughs> this guy wrote uh, right after Brett Eldridge and Dumcha. This is 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Ty and Daniel. It makes me want you, want you, know what you're doing, baby, don't you? It's don't 98.5 you? The Bull. Poor Daniel just bought a house. He got a great interest rate at uh, seven something percent. I mean, everything's hey, going that's a violation. For... That's HIPAA. <laughs> that's not HIPAA's medical. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and then uh, you're going to have to immediately move out of this house, it sounds like, because you found this written piece of paper that is song lyrics, but it's the creepiest stuff you ever heard. And you found this in your house once you got your own key and you went over to Cherry Street to go into it and you discovered this. Taped to the back of the door in the detached garage. I could tell that if you weren't looking for this, you probably wouldn't find it. So I don't know that the previous tenants that rented the house before uh, moving out of it even found this note. Here's a few of the lyrics. I'm afraid they're going to find you and there's nothing that I can do. Do you feel it? Do you feel that I can see your soul? Uh, You've tainted my heart. Do you remember the fear on her breath? Do you remember 
your hand on the hem of her dress. These idle hands, they do the devil's work. These idle hands, they do a whole lot worse. I live to spit on your grave. I live just to spit on your grave. So a fun song. When do you move out? I, I hadn't moved in yet. I'm nervous now. <laughs> and a lady called up, Tori called up and said, you should Google these to make sure it's not uh, a, a song that... Somebody was just transcribing or whatever. They like right. the song. And I did Google it, and it turns out that, no, this is a uh, an original. <laughs> <laughs> this is an original song. <laughs> That's good news. This is an original song, so it's not uh, it's not anything that somebody just wrote down. Somebody else said it could be a prank. But mm. I think when you're trying to sell a home, you're not trying to do a bunch of funny business. You don't want murder lyrics yeah. on the wall. Had, had I seen this, I would have went right back to the old negotiation table. Like, oh, wait a minute, guys. Clearly a Jeffrey Dahmer-esque character lived in here and uh, was a fan of murder and songs. Another lady named Anna sent us a message on Facebook, and I don't know why we didn't consider this. She says, your song sounds like an angry wife who caught her husband cheating. Now, when you think of it in a lady's voice, still creepy. But what about the spitting on the grave and my hands did all this stuff? You know, my devil, devil hands. That doesn't explain. Did she kill her husband? Don't know. Don't know what's going on. And where's the grave? Is it under your house? I hope not. That's all. I don't think it could be under my house because that is... Uh, sandstone or something you've been under there okay. whatever that is that's rock yeah it is like bedrock down there it must be in your yard here the lines that get me the most is these uh, the, the one i think that sticks out the most these idle hands they do the devil's work these idle hands they do a whole lot worse what's worse than the devil's work i just checked your uh, zillow's estimate plummeted it's worth eight hundred dollars now. Okay, the good. whole house. <laughs> <laughs> it's done, man. Congrats on your amazing windfall and your great investment acumen. This is just like that movie, The Watcher, when they start getting those weird notes. Mm -hmm. Did you watch that that uh, that show on Netflix, The Watcher? A little bit. Terrible uh, show, by I the way. I just think you should move out, or maybe don't move in. Just rent it out. And well, let those, you're those people remember deal I'm with it. building a little area for you in the garage so that you can hang out over but there. This is and now are you not going to come over anymore? He was going to put a little man cave in his garage for me so I could hang out at his house. But then that's where the letter was found. I'm not doing that. Are you crazy? It's a song. Why do you keep saying letter? Hey, it's Sagan Daniel. Who's this? It's Raquel. Raquel, what should I do here? Okay. Back in the 80s, my brother used to, he was like kind of goth, I guess. Uh-huh. And he used to listen to underground um, metal music. I mean, like real underground. My dad had to take him out to like the Oz and stuff to buy his music. And <laughs> he used to listen to stuff like Exploding White Mice and Dead Kennedys and Black Flag. And maybe this man was or woman, perhaps, was into that kind of music, and they were trying to write a song like that to get onto the radio. If you're saying that you think it's from the 80s. You we know, think it's you, an old, said, old song, for sure, right? Right. And if the person was alive then, you said you think the, that, well, obviously the house, you said, is over 100 years old. But you said that you found something there that leads you to believe that there was a person that lived there in the 80s. Did you say that earlier? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we think it's old. Okay. Maybe that's what the song was. And maybe, so, so maybe they, it's a goth punk rock song is uh, Raquel's theory. Right. I mean, she could be right. That they wrote about the skeleton in your house. Well, it doesn't say skeleton.
Oh, it says uh, your grave and all that. Hey, it's Tiger Daniel. Who's this? This is Jenna. Jenna, what do you think? What do you think about this? I think you should put Google to the test and see what happens when you enter the address and go for the history. Well, I did Google the address, but there's no like history. There's, you know, I put in Google. I, I had, of course, I Googled okay, the home before like I even newspaper. bought it. What well, do you put well, in Google like newspaper? newspaper no, you can you can go like the old newspaper, you know, where like the library where you search through. Uh, Microfish. You can. I don't know. I'm just saying. So you're talking about that microfilm. I see in the movies, Tig, and every time they go to the library and look at those microfish or film, whatever you call it, they don't ever find anything good. So I'm just not going to do that. <laughs> okay. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Welcome in. It's the Bullfight. Jason Bolin and the Stragglers. And um, Daniel, who do we have for the Bullfight today? We have... Melissa, who is a pharmacy tech. Melissa, I've had this cold now for like a week. What can I do to get rid of it? Um, I'm not sure. All right, fantastic. <laughs> uh, quite a, a career uh, in the future of being a pharmacist. You have no idea what I could take or do? Guafenison. Uh, Guafenison. All right, fantastic. Uh, Justin, <laughs> safety manager at Trucking Company. What should I do about this cold? Uh, put your head underneath the towel, I guess. I don't know. Put my head underneath the towel. <laughs> Does he mean like a warm one or just a dry I don't know. towel? All right. I don't know. All Here right, guys. Uh, this is the great quiz. I don't know if you were listening yesterday when Tig had a big fiasco, but it's not going to be a fiasco today because all the uh, answers include the word great. Got it, guys? Okay. Yes. Sounds great. Melissa, up first. This is the type of shark featured in the movie Jaws. <laughs> Great white. Great white shark is correct. Justin. Yeah. If I said England, Scotland, and Wales, what am I referring to? England, Scotland, and Wales. Uh, not United. It is not the United States at all. <laughs> not the United Kingdom, I don't know. It includes the word great. Great Britain. Uh, yeah. Melissa. He conquered Persia. He conquered Persia. Uh, I have no idea. Alexander the Great. Uh. An example of these, Justin, would be Huron, Michigan, and Superior. The Great Lakes. Great Lakes is correct. We are tied up. Melissa won. Justin won. Third question. Melissa, Noah, and his family were the only survivors of this. The Great Flood. The Great Flood is correct. Justin, giant coral structure off the coast of Australia. The Great Coral Reef. I'm going to give him that one, Tig. It is technically the Great Barrier Reef, but we'll say the Great Coral Reef. <laughs> Melissa, this is the world's tallest breed of dog.
I have no idea. Great Dane. No, you didn't get it in on time. It was the Great Dane, but you got it in after the buzzer. Justin. Uh. This started in 1929. This started the in... The Great Depression. The Great Depression is correct. Final question. Melissa. Yes. This was built in China to keep the barbarians out. The Great Wall. The Great Wall of China is correct. We are tied up again. Justin, it all comes down to this. All righty. This is a novel by F. Scott Fitzgerald. Oh. Uh, not the great not greater expectations. That would be Dickens. This novel was The Great Gatsby. So we are now tied up. Ty, explain what happens in a tie-breaking situation. This next question is for the both of you. What you want to do to buzz in is say your name. So if you say your name, we'll say, okay, it's your turn to guess. But you want to be the first to buzz in so you have a better chance. But this next question is for the both of you, Daniel. This is what Doc Brown says in Back to the Future. Justin. Justin, go. Justin. Great Scott. Great Scott, Marty. And with that, Justin has defeated Melissa in the 98-5 The Bull fight. Justin, you've got a decision to make. Will you hold on to these tickets for yourself, or will you give them to Melissa? And Melissa, why should Justin give you the tickets? Um, He shouldn't. All right, there you go. <laughs> a, a case has been made. Justin, what will you do? Uh, what day's the concert again? Oh, boy. <laughs> now he's thinking twice. <laughs> like, uh-oh. I don't have that in front of me. Do you have it, Ty? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's later on. <laughs> Not <today. laughs> Hang on. I can find it for you. One second here. But we're back tomorrow, Daniel. It's 740. April 29th. I'll go see Jason F. and Bolin. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Justin has decided to keep them. What were you saying, Ty? Um, I'll say we're back tomorrow at 7.40 with another chance at these tickets with the 98.5 The Bull Fights. In the meantime, this is a good one from Gary Allen watching airplanes on 98.5 The Bull. I don't think anybody knows somebody who's not dealing with sinuses if you yourself aren't dealing with it. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. You're finally feeling or sounding a little bit back to normal. Uh, I feel like mine's still... Yeah. Well, you were asking me what to do, and you are asking the folks on the phone what to do. But I, I can tell you, I was sick for like 10 days, but I didn't feel bad. I just sounded terrible, and I was taking all the medicine I could figure out to take and Claritin's and da-da-da-da-da, and I think you're just going to let it. It's called the crud is what I call it. You're just going to let the crud run its course, man, and you sound terrible. I know, and I, I've even taken a uh, the steroids or whatever. I've done a dose of those. I don't I know what else to it. do here. Yeah, I still got it. We got television things to do. We got interviews with uh, celebrities. <laughs> so Hamilton's you, coming up this week. What am I supposed mm -hmm. to do? You're just going to be sickly on all of them. I see. I can't accept that. I hate when I go to the doctor and they go, oh, it's got to run its course. Well, no, no. That's why I'm here at the doctor. Aren't you supposed to get pollen or something? I hear if you eat a little tinch of local pollen. <laughs> eat it. <laughs> yeah, try that. I see haven't seen any pollen around here, though. I hadn't really either, but they say, you know, the yellow pollen that you see isn't the stuff that bothers you. It's the stuff that's even smaller than that that's hanging out that you don't even see yet. So that might be your problem. And you've been eating pollen? 
Yeah, that, I've been licking be my the, windshield every morning. That's <laughs> that might is be it the local issue. honey or local pollen? Local honey. Dang it, I've been yeah. eating pollen this whole time. No wonder. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. So much. I appreciate it. And I know you were glad to hear this news. Now you've got a decision to make uh, since you will be staying in the hotel overnight. Uh, would you like me to stay in the room with you guys or are you going to pass on that? That would be so sweet of you, but I'm going to have to pass. <laughs> All right. Well, I thought he was going to say yes for a second. Then I you're going to be so in trouble. I thought, he, I thought he was going to say we'd be honored if they rolled in a bed and then you slept in the room with us. But Walker has decided to, to not. Who are you taking to the uh, show with you? Uh, I'm taking one of my friends, Lindsay. Hey, now, okay. lady friend. Yeah, he don't want you around, buddy. <laughs> what are you doing all that for? Ah, what? How come I can't be in the room? Walker, tell him to shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to do anything weird like put rose petals down and all that? No, not that romantic. Well, it's pretty romantic. Y'all are sitting in the room together. What do you mean? Uh, what? We're not going to be like that romantic. But you are going to be. There's going to be some degree of romance. A little bit. I get the impression he doesn't want to talk to you anymore. He Why does he seem, keep digging, He doesn't Daniel? seem sure. Yeah, I'm on Walker's side. Be, stop being creepy, man. Let him live his life. <laughs> How dare you call Walker creepy? I'm talking to you. Oh. Asking all these questions about him and things. That's not cool. <laughs> Well, this is a story, you know, Walker, this is unlike anybody we've ever had because Walker actually played the bullfight once. Somehow he got through, which is already almost impossible. He didn't win. Then he got through again somehow and won the bullfight. And then he was drawn to win the Tigan Daniel Party Cove Pass, uh, which unfortunately has decided he does not want me to stay in the room with him. And that's fine. That's Walker's decision. Yep. I, uh, I appreciate it, guys. It's uh, pretty awesome. And yeah. I want to have some fun. Yeah, the polls are open today. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. That marijuana thing, is it going to be recreational? We don't want that. We do want that. What do we want? 98.5 The Bull. It would normally go on like a regular ballot when you're, you know, voting for other things, but they couldn't get it done in time. So this is like a special day for it. And it's only for the marijuana thing. And so there's some concern that nobody's going to show up and vote. And so what will happen is a very, very small percentage of Oklahomans will choose which way this thing goes today? I don't know because this is something that um, this is not like some kind of like gas tax or something. This is something that's probably pretty, pretty big deal to a lot of people. It'll affect one us way for years to come, one way or the other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a consequential thing to be honest, whether you want it or you don't. But uh, I don't think anybody's going to vote. Like, not a lot of people, at least. I just haven't heard anybody even talking about it. I've seen it in the news a lot, but, like, if I'm out and about, I don't hear people talking about it a whole bunch. I guess when they came up with the Constitution, Daniel, there was a requirement that if you voted, you had to get your iPhone out and take a picture of it, that you that I voted sticker. Mm -hmm. I don't see any of that going on this morning. You normally see that, like, you wake up, there's, like, 10,000 people that already voted. I guess people, with, with, since it's such a uh, controversial subject matter, maybe they're not going to advertise that they voted one way or the other. We'll see what, what they never tell us. Uh, also, Daniel, uh, we know the sad news about Bruce Willis. Um, you know, he's got dementia and all that. Now his, his wife is asking for a favor from the paparazzi. He went out to get coffee the other day with some buddies. And, you know, they're like, Bruce, 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 you know, really. In the, click, 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 click. To a person with dementia, that could be confusing. And uh, she's asking the paparazzi to, you know. Back off. It's like, let him be. Let him Show get some decorum here. Point the guy A to point B. At the end stage, let's let him be. 
And he may not even know he is Bruce Willis at this point. We don't really know how far along he is. But uh, that would be scary for anybody, much less somebody who might be a little confused about their surroundings. Here's my question. Will the paparazzi uh, respect that? I think they will. Why do you think that? Well, I, I see the TMZ thing, and they always pay the paparazzi for their little videos and things like that. And I think in general, I've seen some celebrities go, okay, I've answered your questions. I'd like to get in my car now with my family and leave. And then they, they seem to react to that in a positive way. Once you think asked, the paparazzi reacts to things in a decent and, like, old-town, folksy way? Well, when's the first time we ever heard of paparazzi? I think it was when uh, Britney Spears was getting out of the car and they took a picture up her skirt. To me, it was uh, Lady Diana, or Princess Diana. When they ran her off the road right, into right, the right, tunnel? Right. Yeah. And so that was not a good situation, but... And I never heard that word in Alameda Paparazzi, and I don't know. I, I hadn't heard of them really doing a whole lot of that anymore, right? They're pretty bad, man. I'm not saying they're good people. I'm just saying maybe yeah, they will respect Tiger acts us. like they're the cast of the Andy Griffith show. These are not good people. They, they harass yeah, people. And, please don't take pictures of Mr. Willis. And they try to get people to, like, punch them so that they can sue them for assault. They're pretty rough people. All right. But well, Tig maybe so. Hopefully they do respect the wishes of the Willis family. Tig thinks they're just good old honest farmers. <laughs> good folk. <laughs> what a ding-dong. <laughs> Uh, what do you got? Did, did you see, uh, I cannot get enough of this story. They're, they found an old clam. They say it's like 218 years old, and they named it, Cl Cl what was it, Abraham Lincoln? Right. Because the clam is so old, it was born when President Lincoln was alive. Mm -hmm. Like this, and it's, isn't that crazy to think something on earth has been alive since the Lincoln administration? It is. And uh, I took a, a, a picture, I looked at this clam. It looks like it has some work done. It did? Yeah. Had some surgery? Yeah, some, you know. That clam's probably like, when am I going to die? You feel like the clam is ready for it to I mean, yeah, in? come on. I mean, like, you know, you read about these things about where people are like, you know, I'm ready to go whenever. You know, this clam's probably been ready for 100 years. Clam has no idea. Missed COVID, missed the moon landing, missed Abraham Lincoln. Has no, what, is, <laughs> what does a clam think about all the time? Looking at algae. I don't even know what a clam eats now that you mention it. I don't either. And do I clams, don't know the difference between a clam and an oyster. Do they reproduce? Well, of course they do because there's more of them. How? There must be some type of... I mean, there's more clams. They got to reproduce, right? I guess. I don't, show I mean, up you tell me. Dirt. We're learning a lot today about Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Maybe, we're getting all weird about it. <laughs> yeah, I know. That, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Like, I wonder if clams do it. Uh, did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> he said uh, many, many years going to the clubs. <laughs> right. Uh, did you see this? A Wisconsin man is getting some attention after renting a billboard to advertise himself as Wisconsin's number one bachelor. This guy's name is Robert. Feels like he's exhausted all of his dating options, and now he's trying to find one using a billboard. I'd like to walk down the sidewalk on a nice summer day and just hold someone's hand. Dating sites just weren't working for me. Match and Tinder and just none of them were working. I hope people take it serious. I want someone to take it serious. Don't be shy. Call me. Now, see, you might uh, feel like, uh, you know, making fun of this guy a little bit, but, man, the guy seems like he legit... Wants to find somebody and get married and, like he said, just walk down the street holding hands on a nice summer day. It's kind of sad, man. I, I hope he finds happiness. But, I mean, he's putting up billboards and all that. He's really trying to find somebody. Uh, already it's backfired, though. Uh-oh. Guy's 43 years old. Somebody Does he have a past or something? Yeah, somebody had to file a restraining order against uh, him last well, year. come on, man. Can't be doing all that nonsense. Well, who knows? I mean, we haven't heard his side of the story, but... Wisconsin's number one eligible bachelor uh, has had a restraining order filed against him. That can't help. 
That's a little black guy on the resume, isn't it? <laughs> it says Poor he's kid. looking for a local honest woman. All right. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's High Country with Tig and Daniel. Tomorrow, uh, Daniel, we're back at 740 with more Jason Bolin tickets with another bullfight. Good morning. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. They're going to find you, and there's nothing I can do. Do you feel that I can see your soul? Do you remember the fear on her breath? Do you remember the hand on the hem of her dress? These idle hands, they do the devil's work. These idle hands, they do a whole lot worse. I live to spit on your grave. I just live to spit on your grave. And I'm like, oh, crap, that's not good. I mean, there's all sorts of, you know, I hope they never find you. That sounds like a dead body to me. And then his devil hands did something, and then he spits on the grave. Yeah. You got to move out, right? So then somebody was like, why don't you Google these lyrics? I did Google the beginning of this song and didn't find anything. But somebody, uh, a listener, emailed some of the other lyrics. In fact, the idle hands part, which made me very uncomfortable. These idle hands, they do the devil's work. These idle hands, they do a whole lot worse. Well, that's from a song called Murder City Devils. Or the name of the band is Murder City Devils. The name of the song, Idle Hands. These idle hands, they do the devil's work. These idle hands, they do a whole lot worse. Um, what is that, goth? Don't know. Maybe I'll have to play a clip of the song here. <laughs> but I, this is like That's kind of a relief because if somebody's just writing that organically, did they kill a well, person? I don't know if just... the, well, let me point out again, the band is called the Murder City Devils. And I don't know if Murder City Devils got this from this guy's lyrics or vice versa. Well, I hope so. I mean, it would be a relief if it's a song. It, instead of somebody, it? yeah, instead of somebody just writing that stuff down like they killed somebody, is the grave in your house? I don't think so, but... Like in your yard, under the house? I wouldn't live there, man. You got to get rid of that house. Buddy, you told me to buy the house. You told me not to buy the yeah, house. You're all over the a, place. I didn't know it was a graveyard. Here, let's, let's give a little uh, listen to this. But this is only like a 10-year-old song. That's just a bunch of loud garbage. Well, you can clearly tell by those very easy-to-hear lyrics that... Or unless the guy that wrote it went on to great celebrity as the murder city whatevers. You know what? That could be could the case. Be. That's why he sold the house. He's got a career. But I think sometimes people accidentally make lines and lyrics that are... You know, like, that's an easy rhyme. Right. Is it coincidental? Maybe this guy had his... Wrote it without but, ever hearing that song. But that's the only lyric from that. All right. Well, good luck with your new house, man. I'll never visit you over there. And um, Well, no, you're coming. <laughs> you know, good luck with you're the coming over there too. whatever you're going to do over there. We're going to get dogs over there, I suppose.